Say what? So this week, I want to use this time to educate the youth on trauma entertainment. Okay. Because I don't think a lot of people would know about it, but I, I barely knew about it until a few years ago. Yeah. But this was something that was just uh, a bit of a cult, uh, had a cult following in the 90s, I suppose. Yeah. Would it be earlier than the 90s, you think? Probably 80s. 80s even. Mm-hmm. And we found it there, what, a year or two ago, maybe okay. during the pandemic? Yeah. And we got tra- uh, the trauma app, and we just watched everything. Oh, Kabuki, Kabuki Cop, fucking <laughs> Tromeo and Juliet, Class of Nukem High, all of them. Toxic Avenger, all of them. Mother's Day. Mother's Day was made out to me like you didn't see Mother's Day, because I had heard Mother's Day was like as nasty as um, Last House on the Left. And it was it was a fucking trauma movie, is what it was. Do you know? <laughs> and now we got the Toxic Avenger. Now, well, there's uh, Mother's Day a reboot boot of the Mother's Day. I think you said you might have seen that uh, Hollywood version of it. Maybe that's where the name sounds from. So I haven't seen that yet, but it's a more cleaned up version. It's a more cleaned up version of the trauma version. But the trauma version is fucking awesome. I'll, I'll watch the trauma version with you during the week this week. It's it's good. But um, yeah, I suppose we get into a little bit of the history of these guys. Because Trauma Entertainment is an American independent film production and distribution company founded by Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz. Lloyd Kaufman is fucking brilliant on social media. <laughs> That old fella is still going. <laughs> so that was done in... 19- no, no, no. That was in 1974. The company produces low-budget independent films primarily of the horror comedy genre, all geared exclusively to mature audience. Many of them play on 1950s horrors with elements of farce, parody, gore, and splatter. And the thing is, you know what I love about it is when I first heard about Trauma, their kind of motto was that they wanted to make movies that showed you that they could, that anyone could make a movie. Mm. That if you really wanted to make a movie, you can go out there and you can make you a make fucking movie. Do you know? Yeah, it doesn't it. take much. Yeah, <laughs> God damn, it didn't yeah. take that much. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of B movies, like, like I said, like Sergeant Kabuki Man and YPD and stuff like that. I enjoyed that. But, um, and a few, you know, they have discovered some talent along the way. Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they produced Oliver Stone's uh, The Battle of Love Returns, which uh, the, he was a future award winning, Academy Award winning director. Yes. Paul Servino from Cryonka, Vanna White graduation day. JJ Abrams, yeah. Night Beast, yeah. Um, Marissa Tomei was in The Toxic Avenger. I think we spotted that. Billy Bob Thornton in Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town, which we have not seen and we will be watching. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Death by Temptation. (laughs) Oh, we're getting some fucking gold ones here to watch. Uh, Oh, I've heard of this one, but I haven't seen it. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, The Cannibal Cannibal the Musical. I haven't seen it. Did you know... That I don't know is this fact or is this just um, a rumour. Mm-hmm. But since they had close ties to them because of that, you know, the Cannibal the Musical, mm-hmm. South Park was originally supposed to be Tromaville. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
So it would have been South or Soul Park, but they would have lived in Traumaville. And it would have been produced and directed by Traumaville. Okay. Uh, David Boreanaz in Macabre Pair of Shorts. Oh my God, we are watching that. That sounds like a short movie, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to check it out. Uh, macabre pair of shorts. I, I assume no. It, it's trauma. It's probably about a pair of shorts that are macabre. Hold on. Hold on. Oh no, sorry. It's a horror anthology film. <laughs> I just assumed <laughs> when it's, it's trauma. It's, it's horror shorts. Oh um, yeah. I, so it's actually shorts as opposed to shorts on your legs. Yeah, it looks okay. like it. Carmen Electra in The Chosen One. And J- it says James Gunn in Tromeo and Juliet, but I saw James Gunn as well in one of the Toxic Avengers. Do you remember he was playing kind of... Um, he was... Oh, if it came out now, maybe. We, 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 we might end up getting uh, James Gunn cancelled again for this. But he was... Uh, as far as I remember, it was a very Stephen Hawking's kind of professor he played when Toxie came kind of bursting through the... the, the, the uh, the last science slab but you remember we had the two hot women with him oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the studio prides itself on its self-imposed rules of production safety to humans safety to property make a good movie written in small font <laughs> smaller font than the first two so but like that's the thing about them I think again in a, I think it is the epitome of horror is that it's just all about it. the people involved in the, these kind of genres, these wild, blood splattered, sex exploitation, fucking jo- the one with all the boobies and blood, mm-hmm. and all the scary monsters and horror filled nightmare kind of imagery mm-hmm. are the nicest people in the fucking oh, world. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. It's the same as the, the lead singer of Cannibal Corpse, Corpse Grinder. And that dude's fucking, he, 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 his hobby is going around playing claw machines and then he claw gives away machines, and he gives away all the teddy bears to his fucking sick kids that, afterwards, no, yeah, you know? <laughs> this guy's name's Corpse Grinder. But this is, the, this is what horror people are like, you know? You, you, you don't see a Me Too movement about horror people, do you know? Yeah, With yeah. the exception of maybe Joss Sweden if you can't Buffy. Who do we count Buffy as horror? adjacent. <laughs> so, uh, the history of trauma. In the mid-1970s, so you're right, Kaufman and hers began producing, directing, and distributing raunchy sex comedies, such as The First Turn On and Squeeze Play. <laughs> trauma provided production support for Louise Marais' My Dinner with Andre. Oh, fuck yeah. Are the Giants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I think that was with a Freddie Blassie, as far as I know. I don't know. Let me have a quick look here. American comedy drama starring Andre Gregory and was fictionalized. Oh, no, I think it's them taking the piss out of. The Andre the Giant thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. In 1985, Trauma had a hit with a violent comedy horror superhero film that we're all about to fucking meet again. And that is The Toxic Avenger. For those who don't know, The Toxic Avenger is about... 
a man, well, a nerd named Melvin Fred Ford Funko the Third. He's a weakling who works as a janitor at a health club in a fictional town of Tromelville, New Jersey, where the customers, mostly Bozo, Slug, Wanda and Julie, a particularly sadistic quartet, harass him constantly. And he eventually ends up getting into some freak kind of accident that he ends up in some sludge and comes out this big... Sexy beast. Basically <laughs> like the dude from um, The Goonies, yeah. except he's a superhero. So um, the film went on to become Troma's most popular spawning sequels and an animated television program. Riley remembers that television program. Why should I put that on once? The Toxic Crusaders. The, and he was he was yeah, yeah, and only during the week he was like, "You need to put that on for me," and that was really good. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." We watched like right. ten minutes of it, dude. <laughs> but uh, the film went on, yeah. So, uh, however, following the financial demise of the company Troma itself, the sequels to the film were box office bombs, and the cartoon adaption quickly ended. The Toxic Avenger character is now Troma's official mascot, so Toxie is the face of Troma. Uh, Kaufman followed up his film, The Toxic Avenger, with Class of Newcomb High, which is probably one of my favorite. But it's Toxic Avenger and Class of Newcomb High. I fucking love those movies. The film was a hit, nearly as successful, though it inspired two unsuccessful sequels. I love the two sequels. They're ridiculously awesome. And again, following the uh, kind of brought on the demise of Trome at the time. Um, so the Toxic Avenger was turned into a musical, which debuted in George Street Playhouse in New Brun- Brunswick, New Jersey, and opened in New York in the fall of 2008. The Toxic Avenger musical book by Joe DiPetrio, the author of the long-running I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change, and All Shook Up, was released the same year. The music is by David David Bryan, keyboardist of the rock band Bon Jovi. I want to see this musical. I wonder if we talk the uh, Light Opera Society of Chile into doing it. <laughs> <laughs> See, right uh, soon after the class of Newcomb High was complete and distributed, uh, Kaufman directed Trauma's War. I haven't seen Trauma's War yet. I didn't hear uh, great things about it, so I haven't bothered, but I am kind of tempted to watch yeah. it, right? Because, again, it's Trauma. I'm just willing. You would put Trauma on anything, and I'm kind of willing to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it was intended as a criticism of what it was saw as Ronald Reagan's attempt to glamorize war. The story concerns a group of everyday people who crash land on a remote island, only to find it populated by an isolationist militia that intends to overthrow the U.S. government. Trauma's War was a box office bomb. In the aftermath of the film's poor performance, despite another stab at the superhero genre with Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD, Trauma experienced financial hardship and trouble to re-establish itself as a smaller company mostly out of necessity Sergeant Kabuki Man actually nearly became a TV show I think that comes up here in a minute but uh, there was talk of making that a TV show I enjoyed that far more than I thought I would too that's the thing about trauma and I think maybe it's because you go in with low expectations (laughs) you come out thinking that was fucking great I think as well when you see Lloyd Kaufman on 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 screen you can't help but kind of have a Oh, oh yeah, 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 he's like the Mel Brooks of horror. He's like the dirty Mel. Oh, Mel Brooks is the dirty Mel Brooks of horror of comedy. But yeah, he's the, he's the he's the wishless Mel Brooks, but in the nicest way possible. Yeah. 
<laughs> from 1995 to 2000, Troma had a period of creativity and produced some of their greatest work. Kaufman directed three independent films, all distributed in limited theoretical releases. Tromeo and Juliet, a loose parody of Shakespeare play. What? Theoretical releases. Why would I? I'm only messing theoretical releases or releases that never happened. She's always at me about this stuff. <laughs> Theatrical releases. Tromeo and Juliet, a loose parody of Shakespeare's play. A loose parody, my balls. They turn out to be brother and sister and they still fuck off with each other afterwards. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> afterwards. Uh, Terror Firmer, a slasher film loosely based on Kaufman's book, All I Need to Know About Filmmaking I Learned from the Toxic Avenger. I'd like to see that, Terror Firmer. That might be good. Yeah. And an independent Philip sequel, the Toxic Avenger trilogy, called... Citizen Toxie, The Toxic Avenger 4. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, we've seen all of them. We've seen all four of those. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the fourth one was as good. I do remember Citizen Toxie. I, I can't remember if it was as good. Is I remember loving the first and two ones. good looking kind of blonde guy. No, he was, he was supposed to be good looking. You know, the, the... No, 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 you're thinking of uh, Class of Newcomb High. And in the second, he's in the second one, and in the third one, he comes back again playing his uh, son, who is identical <laughs> yeah, to him. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. that um, but yeah, I mean, look, Trauma were always a low budget kind of play, so it, it didn't make a lot of money. It, you know, it, they never made huge money from any of these IPs, you know. So, financial hardship worsened after the botched funding of a low-budget video f- uh, feature titled Tales from the Crapper, <laughs> which cost a uh, quarter of a mil, despite most of the footage being completely unusable. Indian, India Allen, one of the producers, backed out of the film halfway through and sued trauma, citing breach contracts, slander, sexual harassment, trade slander, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. My God, what was this movie supposed to be? <laughs> Kaufman super, supervised a reshoot in an attempt to salvage the film, dividing the footage into two parts and recasting the film as a double feature. Tales from the Crapper was released on DVD in September 2004. We got a lot more of these, uh, these movies to watch. Um, see, I found the app a little confusing because I couldn't tell what was trauma and what was just other kind of crap. Oh. But, and it was a lot of weird. So, I mean, there was uh, on trauma's uh, app, there is like an hour or two of just some woman exercising and stuff like that. Yeah? Naked exercising, I think, and oh, stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> um, currently, Troma produces, uh, produces and acquires independent films. Despite financial hardships and, and limitations, Troma Films have distributed many films from third parties, including Trey Parker's Cannibal the Musical. Lloyd encourages independent filmmaking, making cameo appearances in low-budget horror films occasionally without fee. So he does it for free. Like I said, he just seems like a fucking cool guy. He was in James Gunn's Slither and he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I remember him in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's uh, in the prison scene in the first one. He's in, he's one of the prisoners. It's a very small part, but I knew he was there. I had heard he there, so I was watching all for him at that point. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously other movies that they have done since is uh, po- uh, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, <laughs> a musical zomcom which made its official New York premiere in 2008. Oh my god, I will be watching that. I wonder if you have to be a good singer. Oh, there's a Father's Day as well, which is a 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a response to the Mother's Day movie. So I'm going to check that out. They've got shit. No, well, I suppose when you're low budget like that, I'd love to do that. That is something I genuinely would love to do is just go out and like, if we got to a point where we were successful with this and we didn't have to go to normal, regular jobs, mm-hmm. I would uh, start making these like low budget shorts in a trauma style because that's what I love about fucking trauma is they're just those kind of stupid movies, you know. My only complaint about trauma is, and I think a lot of uh, these kind of companies who want an older looking style mm. or ha- or who got films like old, like, like move, horror movies are starting to click with it now. That we want that grainy oh, old yeah, style yeah. and they're bringing it back and it's helping. And same mm. with the slasher movies, they're all starting to make a comeback. Mm. I think trauma fucked up when they started making their movies look very clear and oh, clean yeah. and crisp. And HD. I was like, you should have kept them looking like their nineties, early nineties, early late eighties movies. Yeah. Definitely. And keep them in that style, mm-hmm. and keep it going forward, and then you keep the fans coming back. Because I find it hard to watch the new stuff because it seems too it's out clean. there, it's too clean. clean. And because the footage is so clean, the editing looks worse, and it it's looks really amateur. Yeah. Whereas Taxi Avenger doesn't look amateur to me. It just looks like a low-budget fucking movie, yeah. but it's an entertaining movie. And like we said, Trauma is like that uh, that, that midnight movie you're trying on a Saturday oh, night. Oh, yeah. When you've had a few smokes, you've had, say, you're chilling out on the couch. You put it on the you know, uh, you've watched, uh, you probably watched a, a main stream movie already, a big-budget mm-hmm. movie, and it's like, what do you want to do now? Trying yeah, a Trauma something. movie. Yeah. Something stupid, you know? I love the gag as well that they keep using the same car scene flipping over and exploding <laughs> in every yeah, movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> so like nearly every single movie they'll manage to like wedge in this one scene where the car so they got they had the money to do it once and they managed to flip the car and have it explode. Mm-hmm. But because they had spent the money on it, they decided to use they were gonna use it all the time. So in nearly every trauma movie, you have some setup that land end with this scene of this car going on the road, flipping over, exploding, <laughs> and then onto the next scene. But they'll get it in there every time. Do you know who else actually another star that I saw in trauma movie? He was in a Toxic Avenger movie. Is um, the guy that played Spawn in the movie? The guy is that something white? Is it Michael White? He was in The Dark Knight, do you know, um... It's cops. He's in The Dark Knight, he is the guy who I'm pretty sure gets the, um... Oh, the pencil up the nose. And then he, the Joker breaks the, the queue and tells these fellas to fight for... For the thing. But, uh, yeah, he was in it. I remember seeing him. Um, so, yeah, I mean... These days we have the uh, Mother's Day has been made into a Hollywood movie and we have Toxic Avenger coming. We yeah. also had, there is negotiations for a remake of Class of Newcomb High, so hopefully we'll see that happen as well at some stage. If you want to check out some trauma stuff, their stuff is only $4.99 a month and you get a free fucking month to start with. It's worth it. Yeah. Even just to try to check it out for a month, you you, you get a lot of good movies in on that yeah, one month. Definitely. But I mean, we were willing to spend it. We, we paid for it for ages. Yeah. We just kind of ran out of movies to watch and so we'd like suspend it for a while and come back to it yeah. again. Yeah. But I think I'm ready to go back to oh, it again, definitely. especially to prepare myself for Toxic Avenger. 
And Toxic Avengers got some big names in it this time. Elijah Wood, Kevin Bacon, Peter Dinklage, that uh, that, that kid Tremblay that's in everything. Jason? I don't know. They, he was in the Twilight Zone as well. He was uh, the one that they became president yeah, of the Galaxy of Mind Control people. Yeah, he was in one of the rooms. Is that what it's called? The one that was I'm not sure. He was yeah, well, him. Oh, Jason, <laughs> Jason Tremblay. No, I think that might be... Is, is that not your man's name in a due date? No, or am I way off there? I have no idea. Anyway, he's in it too. So <laughs> there's some big names and it does look good. So you can go check that out soon. We don't know when because they won't fucking tell us. Just keep giving us little teasers. It's already debuted at the film festival. We're just sitting here waiting. So come on, Kaufman. Cough it up, buddy. Give us what we want. <laughs> so yeah oh we're not sponsored by trauma or anything but if you want to sponsor us trauma i mean we'll give you a free advertisement every week if you just give us a free subscription to trauma now deal yeah cool <laughs>